Support for Insanity Podcast is brought to you by... So what do you think about tonight? What do you want to jump into? I, I'll be honest, man. I, I, I would rather, like, stay as much away from Trump as we can. Um, okay. Just because it... I mean, I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to make out of all this Russia shit. Yeah, that's insane. We're talking about past, present, and future. But one thing we can all disagree on. March 15, 2017. Uh, you see that video of the girl, uh, the dude was doing the, uh, the hit for the BBC and uh, his daughter came in? I think one of your children has just walked in. Um, I would be surprised if they do. <laughs> The um, pardon me. Pardon me. Yes, I could do nothing. Like, oh my God. dude, that, that girl, the, the older daughter when she comes in, like I think that's what I'm gonna be for Halloween. I mean, she just dude, <laughs> like a boss, right? I mean, she, just, she came in straight. Hey, you, you um, what is that uh, amigo song? Like, that's all I thought about when she came in, like, Amigos, just like, she was just marching in, like, lit, 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 lit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And then our boy T-Matt, he had the most funniest thing I heard um, ever about her, because he was like, she came in with the hardest grant <laughs> for those out there who don't know who Horace Grant is, yeah, played on mid Yeah, exactly. He had these big goggles on when he played, so I thought that was brilliant and uh, definitely a team man thing. But what was interesting about it, I don't know if you read the comments, um, you know, on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you got it from. Um, there was some controversy over some people perceiving the wife to be the nanny. So I, I would love to hear your thoughts because I, I, you know, I would put my hand up and I actually had a conversation with my good friend and he's like, yeah, the wife came in and grabbed. I was like, I'm not sure that was the wife. It might have been the nanny. And there's a couple articles that's out there now saying, you know, was that some type of racism or not necessarily racism, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, racism? No, or not sex- racism. Sexism? Stereotyping. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Some type of stereotyping or maybe you know, it may be some reverse racism, um, or unconscious racism going on by if you naturally thought that it was a nanny because she was a Korean woman coming into the room. Um so I w I'd love to hear your thoughts on that kind of spam. Man, I'll be honest, I didn't have any thoughts on it. I I just saw, I was really like, that girl, when she like comes in, just strutting her jam. <laughs> and, and then, uh, mom who, you know, she comes in and like is trying to like duck. I just, I don't know. My reaction is just, I get it. I get why people are upset that people would think one thing or the other. And I get why people would think. It was a wife, or it was a maid, or it was a babysitter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. did. I didn't really think of, about it other than like the awkward, like when she dives back in with her hand. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> you know, and, and but you know, it's funny. I, I read another article that said that after it happened, um, the, the the couple was like, "What just happened? Like, did I just lose my career?" 
off this interview. Like they were literally scared and he immediately shot off the email to the uh producer of the show saying, you know, apologizing, you know, for his children, like normally locks the door. And apparently the mother did not know that the church was was in there because she was actually watching the interview. It was a live interview, so she was watching it in the front room. Well, oh, really? There's the, so there, there is a delay there. There is a delay. <laughs> and so it wasn't like to like 10 seconds later that she saw the, the children come into the frame. And, of course, the father is great because he's trying to stay professional. But at the same time, he kind of like chuckles through like, golly, my daughter gets me again. Like, like saying. <laughs> so it's just a lot of, uh, you know, pure, like real life things happening. It's that real video. life. Yeah. It's just it's like real life, man. It ain't that yeah. big of a deal. I mean, granted, I think they were talking about, like, North Korea's nuclear weapons, which is a big deal. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't see any point in getting worked up. You know what? Some people think their first reaction isn't when they see people of mixed races that they're together. Um, mm-hmm. some, pe- some people are perfect angels who automatically never assume anything, uh, which is... I'm sure advantageous in you know some some scenario I can't imagine, but um, you know I don't know if you got so if you got really upset about that video either way and then that led you I just I don't really have you have have serious problems you have have serious problems if you got upset about that video like the only critique. I had was that if I was in his situation and, you know, I'm completely guessing because, I mean, you know, you don't know what you're really going to do. If you, know, you know, DBC is interviewing you live TV and you're yeah. and you don't know what, how you would respond. But I think it would have been awesome if he would have, like, just picked his daughter up, set her in, a, in his lap and just continued on with the interview like nothing has happened. I thought that would that would have been amazing to me. But then we would have lost the whole effect of the mom coming in and yanking the towel out. And I'm still trying to figure out, where did the baby in the stroller come from? Like, how did the stroller get there in front of the mom? I'm like, wait a minute. There's so many questions to be answered with this video. Yeah, right? I mean, that's – look, if you – I don't know. I just – I don't I, – I'm – you know, that happens. Obviously, I, I wouldn't want to be in that, that position. Right. Uh, you know, trying to do your thing and have that kind of distraction where you're trying to stay in the zone. <laughs> but he I did mean, a good job. He did a good job. Yeah, he did. He's like trying to be like, I'm over there. Like, I don't, you're not all here. All right. All right. All right. So, so this is the last question. Hey, belabor this, this, uh, right. this yeah, video. People, and, people who are working out right now have slowed down. Slow down. <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up. Double pick it up. Come come Three, go, two, go, go, one. Go, 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 go. Push, push. Push, push, push. Right. Good job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, here's the thing. So the news cycle, as we know, it, it it moves so fast. You know, one story it stays 24 hours, maybe 48 hours is really juicy. Then it's gone. Yeah. What what, what is, does it become too much to where this guy had to be at home and respond so quickly that he probably had to throw on a suit really quick, go into his room where he normally locks the door, take him away from his family to answer a question again that will probably go on the very next day, or if he could, or he could answer that same question the very next day. Like, where, where is that balance 
um, between that work, life, and play, um, and is, is it becoming way too blurry to where we cannot just be ourselves, be the regular human beings that we are? So, I mean, just kind of jump in and think about that. It's kind of taking a different direction. Uh, well, I don't know that I'm, I'm – look, so he, he obviously was doing that hit because of the, the – uh, and I believe she was impeached, the um, – South, yeah, South, South Korea, Korea, South Korean, South Korean president. That's right. And I couldn't, I couldn't think of her name, but so, yeah. you know, he, he's there to dissect that issue and it's, and it's influence and it's impact on, uh, things are going with Korea. Um, you know, it does present the problem of like, you know, where the interface between um, professional presentation and, and accessibility kind of come together in the 21st century, because clearly that's, that wouldn't have been possible 20 years ago. You couldn't have done that, you know, on a dial-up Internet connection. So, <laughs> so like, hey, you know, well, baby. <laughs> if you're not going to pay for him to come to a studio and do that, you have to understand that some things aren't going to, you know, go swimmingly. Um, I don't, I don't really see that as a, as a question of like a, uh, you know, like a inability to disconnect from the world. Like you're always wired in. Like it wasn't a, uh, I presume, and I, I say that it's really not knowing, but. You know, I don't think I don't. I didn't see that interview as a, uh, you know, wow, what this this is crazy and unexpected. We didn't know what to happen. I mean, I think the impeachment proceedings were, uh, you know, like eight months long. So right, right. It was a little bit of a budget. <laughs> if I had to guess, sure. it was a bit of a, a budget cutting issue for them. You know, let's find somebody sure. who, who speaks English and is an expert in Korean politics. A small subset of people. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Who has a Korean wife who is not the nanny? <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, but to your point, like, where do you draw the line? I, you know, look, I, I trust that people will figure this out. Like, I, I'm one of those people who believes that we are truly living in revolutionary times, and I think that historians will look back in three or 400 years and identify the transition into the, uh, into the, the 21st century as, as one of those moments, you know, similar to the, the, the Gutenberg the press, you know, the Renaissance, the enlightenment, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, I think we're going through a whole nother enlightenment, enlightenment period. I think you can call it the great awakening or whatever, but I think, that social norms are being challenged like they never had them before, whether that is religion, race, um, sexuality, etc. All these social norms that have proceeded up to this point in history are now being challenged, and I mean challenged hard. Um, and it and it goes to the individual right to self choice, um, and it's not necessarily being attached to a greater being or a, a greater cause, and it's really going down to the individual. And if you take it from a religious standpoint, most religion preaches against individualism. It's about the all and then being subservient to a greater power. 
where I feel like the the changes that we are seeing is going more to the individual and the choices you have to live your life the same way. Now, where that leads us, where we end up at, you know, history will unfold that. But I completely agree that historian will see this as a transforming of time in history. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, I really, I really do, and and I and I recognize the the arrogance in saying that because. You know, if you were alive in 1930, you would have seen, you know, the explosion of the automobile uh, while literally, yeah. through, you know, my point is, you know, metaphorical that that we I, I think the information revolution, again, fundamentally alters the balance of power because, you know, again, like because, well, it, uh, that knowledge is power. I mean, you know what the old NBC cartoon or NBC thing was like? Knowledge is power. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see where it ends up at. I mean, we could talk about that literally all day. Um, but, you know, I'll say next couple of years, we will not be driving ourselves anymore. Well, next 10 years, we won't be driving ourselves anymore. You'll have, you know, um, um, what is it? God dang it. I'm losing my train of thought. Automated you know, driving? Automated driving. There we yeah. go. So um, driverless cars? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Autonomous. That's what I wanted to look for. Autonomous drivers, um, which, you know, people like Uber, Lyft, they're looking to these things as well. Google, looking at these things as well to where... We're going to be able to get around, and we call this robot. They pick us up. They take us wherever, and then we go and on by our merry way. So, I mean, it's just it's a crazy time in history, and it's kind of fun living in it. Yeah. Well, I will also say this. It's about time. I mean, it's 2017. Like, I mean, you know. <laughs> Where's the Jetson? Yeah. Like, what, what are we Where's the five here? cars? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's good stuff, man. I mean, I don't, I'm not an investigator, so I just, I see the reports and I'm like, well, that sounds shady. And then I read something else and I'm like, well, that, you know, makes sense. I will say, <laughs> I think, I think his fucking little tax return stunt or it's just like the media does not learn. They are idiots. He's, you're just such an idiot. He's so much better at this than you. Like, you know, there ain't no doubt in my mind that is the only tax return in the last 30 f***ing years where he done paid taxes. <laughs> no doubt about it. He, <laughs> no. he, he released it, and of all people, Rachel Maddow, whom I, you know, uh, have a lot of respect for. I think her book Drift is amazing. I mean, yeah. people forget that she has a Ph.D. from Oxford. That is not Phoenix Online. I mean, she has a Ph.D. No. from Oxford. She's smart, and and I disagree with her worldview in a lot of ways. Um, and I do kind of have a. But she to me, she is the most impressive person on oh. TV. I don't know what would anyone say. She's the most. I literally, I literally record. I got one thing on my DVR that I record, and that is the Rachel Maddow show. Yeah. Just because I love hearing her monologues, and she takes you through this whirlwind. And you just know there's going to be some kind of great connection. But she starts off so far off in left field, you're just like, 
I got to continue to listen because I got to see where she's going with it. Right, and right. She just makes it so beautiful. I love, I love Rachel. I have a secret crush on her. I don't have a secret crush on her. I have a crush on her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, she's she's kind of fun. like she has that little snarky humor. That, yes, uh, yes. Like, her yeah. ability to communicate is a fucking amazing. Like she takes yeah. very complex things and make it very human, and then she has that little snarky little fucking laugh that she does in between something that's just like out of his mind. Like it's so crazy that you only can laugh at it. But it's yeah. like a seriousness to it at the same time. She she's wonderful. I fucking love Rachel. Anyway, well, she, well, she got played the hell out last night. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I think she did. Yeah, she's like, I got these taxes, and then she's like, Oh, well, what oh. does this really mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing, the funniest part was like, so I didn't see the the broadcast live because we were doing the budget, and we were, I mean, we were working till twelve forty five in the morning, and. uh uh, anyways, but I was seeing all the tweets, you know, I mean, not that I wasn't paying attention to everything in the budget, but I'm just saying sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people take the floor and you know what they're saying. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and I'm reading all these tweets from like, mostly like journalists, you know, that are like, well, first of all, you had the snarky ass, like print journalists who were like, this is the problem with cable. You would never get this sort of whatever, blah, blah, blah from newspapers and print journalism and i was like oh, you what mm, you're <laughs> you old sour ass no no right don't be mad and, 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 and it's no way in hip that that did not come from trump either it's just like no there's way, no way no, in hip no absolutely no way but, but all, uh, all you all they did all they did was they gave the people who are never going to believe it, who are never going to accept that Trump, you know, paid taxes or ever made money. They, they told those people, Hey, guess what? Well, that, this was his only tax return we got. And people who were always going to believe them, they always say, well, uh, you know, here he is. He's paying taxes. He's paying more in a higher tax rate than Barack Obama, than Bernie Sanders, than Hillary Clinton. Right, right, right. And right, you just right. you just were his micro. You just were his microphone. That's what you did. You yeah, just absolutely. signed up, and we're like, "Hey, you want some free press?" Anyway, all right. Well, yeah, well, I agree. I agree. So, well, I think so. This, I agree with you. Like, I don't want to just be a Trump show. I don't want to be another Trump analysis show. Yeah, but I think I think I think what could be interesting though is. Talking about him strategically in a sense that is he by default going to bring about partisanship? Because he has no, his ideology is not attached to Republican and Democrat or conservative or liberal. You know, it's what Trump thinks is best. And sometimes that's mass on the conservatism, sometimes it's liberalism. That's not even a word, being a liberal. Yeah. Um, liberalism, okay. Yeah, that's what uh, all right. Liberalism, and and then it's just Trumpism. Like it's well, all of it just the meshed into Trumpism. So, do we go to the extremes where we have a splitter, a splintering of parties, and or does he somehow bring about partisanship? Because he is willing to 
listen to every and anyone and then form his own opinion and then say, get some stuff done. So I think if we was to talk about him, that's the type of things that we talk about versus the issue per se and saying how he's just an awful fucking person all the damn time. Well, I just don't, but my only, my only pushback to that, there was like, what, I mean, I, I think the real answer has to be like, it turns on the question of, well, how do you measure that? I mean, if you look at partisan gridlock in Washington, D.C., I mean, I don't think there's any question that over the last 25 years, that worst, it, it, it has at least equaled our worst of times in America, Absolutely. including the 1820s, the 1890s. Like, we're, we're right up there with them. Um, and that's not a unique – that's not unique to Trump. If, I mean, because, again, he's only been in the – the political conversation in America for the last, what, uh, 24 months, maybe 30 months at most. So like, I, I have a hard time being like, well, it's his fault. I mean, certainly there's, there's some, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think it's his fault though. If anything, I think he's going, he's going to make more partisanship happen. I mean, look at the debate that's going on even, Inside of one party itself, you know, look at healthcare and how they're trying to get that passed. And there's a great debate going on in conservative, conservative, uh, your right wing conservative versus your regular conservative on what they do like and don't like in their healthcare bill. So at what, at what point does compromise well, happen, et cetera? I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean, I think that's true in your neck of the woods with with a lot of trade issues. I mean, Trump is, is like, Hey, let's get back to protectionism. I mean, he, he's, he's just shy of like out and out mercantilism, you know, in terms of economic protectionism. He, and, and the Republican party, at least since, at least since the nineties. And, and I could be wrong about further back. Uh, it may go further back than that, but you know, he, he's a, protectionist and the very aptly named and politically suave named, you know, America first. Um, right. So, you know, I, I say derisively, but I don't really have an opinion on it because I don't, again, trade like healthcare is an issue that, you know, I only know in its most abstract terms. I don't, not really, I ain't really, <laughs> really my bad, maybe. Well, I mean, it, and it's a great debate um, because on one end, you know, his view is keeping American companies here, um, and it's forcing them to actually really consider, do I put a plant here or do I go to Mexico where the border adjustment tax, and I won't go into detail what that is, but essentially it will act as a tax on anybody that's importing to um, America's at 25% of whatever that good is, um, if it passes. Doubt it will pass. So many issues, um, but if it does, if I'm an American company or if I'm an international company and I want to sell to America, you know, does it make sense for me now to locate in America so I can get that American customers and avoid the the taxes that's coming in? Or if I'm an American company, do I take a, a a factory that may come back to the U.S. and put it in Mexico? Like that's real consideration that American companies have to consider right now. Oh, I agree, man. There's no doubt about it. And, and, you know, look, I think there's strengths and weaknesses to both sides of it. And and I do think that, um, 
you know, there are merits to argument. Again, I, you know, I, this isn't my forte, so I'm not trying to, to weigh in on this, other than to say that, you know, sometimes I think, you know, we forget that the president has a disproportionate voice for, again, rightly so, he's the only nationally elected figure uh, in shaping partisan policy and, and the partisan platform. Um, and Trump is decidedly somebody who, uh, you know, at least in several areas, runs contrary to where the party has been for the last 30 years. Absolutely. But which is amazing in a sense that so many Republicans are covering for him or taking up for him. I, I don't know if it's, you know, eight, because they haven't been in power for the last eight years, at least on the highest of, of, of levels at the presidency. Um, that they saying, well, let's just hold back, give them some time to breathe and see where this thing goes until, you know, I don't know, more of the Russia scandal come out or if it is a scandal, you know, this whole wire. Anything that may can go boom when it comes to Trump, go boom and give them a little bit more cover. So, you know, the question then, then becomes, you know, are they following this? Is this a new uh, Republican Party, you know, because he straight gobbled it up. I mean, it's no longer what you know, the conservative party was two years ago. I mean, it's literally Trump party. And I think him going to CPAC was him saying, you didn't want me here. I took it over. Now you got to deal with me. And this is my party. Get over it. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here, because like you said, 30 years from now, Excuse me. Um, for the last 30 years, these are not necessarily Republican or conservative principles that Donald Trump is spouting, particularly on the trade side. Yeah. Anyway, so much for not talking about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, I mean, I mean, we can literally go on and on about this subject and how we're going to history will judge us and in the future um you know i think it will say it's a transformative time but nonetheless you know i'm glad that we got our listeners here we got off trump a little bit kind of went on that tangent early on in the show but we wanted to discuss some other things that's affected the world uh-huh. because he does not affect everything um so uh, i'm glad we could do that i look forward to recording to you next time big guy what you got uh man i think you hit it Right, like we, there's a lot of things going on in the world, a lot of things that uh, need to be said and need to be talked about. As always, I, you know, stand by the belief is, you know, the conversation matters, and so um, always fun to chat with you, brother, and hear your perspective and hear what's going on in your life, your thoughts. Um, look forward to talking with you again on the Insanity Podcast. See you next show. Hasta luego. Peace out. Homie.